Hello friends, welcome to my podcast Princesses and Palace. I am Chaya Shingatsa and I am going to share with you some very interesting insights into the way a princess lives in a palace. No, I am not a princess nor do I live in a palace but due to what Warren Buffett would call ovarian jackpot. I was selected to be a companion to the Princess of Mysore, Gayatri Devi of the Wadiyar family. Let me tell you a little about how it happened. It happened with my great-grandfather, the late Rao Bahadur M.C. Rangaingar, who was an English teacher for the then Maharaja. Later, his granddaughter, that's my aunt, Nagaratna, was chosen as a private companion for Jaya, Vijaya, Sri Jaya and Sujaya, Jaya Chamaraj Indravadiyar and the three sisters. She studied with them and subsequently when Jaya Chamaraj Indravadiyar became the Maharaja of Mysore, his daughter Gayatri Devi was five years old and he wanted a companion for her. So he got in touch with my aunt Nagaratna, his former classmate and said if you have a daughter I'd like her to study with my daughter. This is where the ovarian jackpot comes in. She said, I have an only son, but my brother has a daughter of that age. Would you like her to be the private companion to her daughter? Mm-mm. So that's how I ended up in the palace of Mysore as a private companion to Princess Gayatri Devi, just five years old. We had five companions, that is the princess herself, her cousin Amba, Claudette de Fries, who was the daughter of one of our teachers, and Veena, a very brilliant student handpicked from the Good Shepherd Convent to make up the five of us. So, we five were educated in the Mysore Palace. Let me tell you about the schooling that we had. It was a regular school, but we were just five of us. Three rooms in the private quarters of the Mysore Palace were converted into classrooms. We had the regular desk and, you know, the usual paraphernalia for a class. And we had a teacher who came in to teach mathematics, a teacher to teach Kannada, one to teach us Hindi. There was Francis who played on the piano so that we could do uh, physical exercise, you know, jumping jacks and things like that. Mrs. DeFries taught us um, some subjects like science. Oh, we hated that. Not her, but the subject, okay? And there was Mrs. Phyllis Watson. In fact, if I'm doing this podcast, I have to admit that I'm very, very grateful to Mrs. Phyllis Watson who taught us English. She was so particular about how we parse the nouns, how we pass participle, present, whatever, whatever, whatever. Wren and Martin was drilled into our heads. We loved it. We enjoyed it, no doubt. And uh, once in a while, the Maharani of Mysore, that is Princess Gayatri's mother, would walk into our class to see how we were faring. Once in a while, Sri Jaitamaraj Indravadiyar himself would walk in. His towering personality was so intimidating, but not him. He was so friendly, and since he travelled a lot, he brought us, you know, those huge bubble gums, which when you blow, it comes like a balloon from your mouth. 
and you know what happened once i did that and the wretched thing cracked and it stuck onto my hair and my grandmother was so furious she had to cut my hair to get that out well anyway come back to our school we had even embroidery classes if you please we were given little postcard type of white little cards and with a picture drawn on it and we had to do simple stitch or flower stitch or whatever it was called we were all hopeless at it and on saturdays we had a cooking class if you please just the five of us the best dish we learnt was chocolate fudge you know at that time milk made was not easily available in indian stores it was all imported and from his travels his highness would bring all these things oh and he brought terrific chocolates for us and erasers pencils goodies we used to wait for him to come back from his travels because we would be inundated with goodies and her highness herself when she kind of spring cleaned her wardrobe she would give us beautiful handbags things like that to give to our moms mm that was something and then we had a huge sand pit can you believe it the sand was brought all the way from the madras beach to make the sand pit we had a seesaw we had a huge swing oh it was fun but no sports really but we would play seven tiles and then run around the entire darbar hall playing catching cook that's only two games we played which had any physical activity involved in it oh i must tell you about our hindi teacher <gasps> he was so handsome he looked like yul brenner mm totally bald but with one black bindi on his forehead he was tall good looking even we at that age 6 or 7 years old we said oh wow good looking hindi teacher yeah but learning hindi was tough and he was a tough master and a kannada teacher was an elderly gentleman we bullied him so much we put an you know one of those plastic uh, lizard type into his bag and the poor man when he put his hand in to bring out the kannada book he saw this and he kind of jumped and screamed and that was the day her highness visited us and said you are not going to do anything like this again so you see a princess or not a princess you are a child and you want to have fun right and we had fun and then we had some sit down games not any board game as such but we had a huge jigsaw puzzle which his highness had brought there were some 2000 pieces in it the whole thing was about a beautiful lady reclining on a bed of roses she's clad in a white dress all this came up when we finished putting the puzzle together and every day we were made to sit there and do it for one hour we didn't like it in the beginning but later got into the mood of it and you see it taught us to stay focused and to concentrate on something and not be running around all the time then we had a christmas party with a huge christmas tree and there was a nanny isabel who looked after the siblings i'll tell you more about the siblings later she would dress up like santa claus and I think only once his highness dressed up as Santa Claus and gave us goodies beautifully packed all again chocolates and you know bubble gums and erasers and pencils and oh my at that age that's what you like right 
We had a uniform too. A blue skirt when we were younger with a white blouse. And as we grew older, it became long skirt. And as we grew a little older, we had to wear a half sari. Oh, okay. A white half sari. Imagine five of us and having a uniform, please. But then we couldn't say anything. My entire education in the Mysore Palace was FOC, free of cost for my parents. I was one of the beneficiaries of the Wadiyar family's Vidya Daan. They believed that the best donation or the best gift you can give any person is the gift of knowledge, gift of education. And once again, thanks to my ovarian jackpot, I was a recipient of that. Little about my princess friend Gayatri Devi. She was as mischievous and as naughty as any other five-year-old, but in a very dignified manner. What I really clearly remember about her is she had two voices. You know what I mean? She would speak to us in a very soft, gentle voice, but when she is speaking to the maid, they were not called maids. They were more like companions, you know, who were looked after very well by the palace. They lived there, they ate there, and they had interesting names like Gurmali. I remember Gurmali the most, and uh, some more. If I remember, I'll tell you a little later. But these women, Gayatri had a particular tone for them. Bali she would say. And this was, she had heard her mother call them that way. Not that she wanted to throw her weight around, not that she wanted to, you know, say, I am the princess and I can talk to you like that. But she would try and imitate her mother and say, Yarali, Bali, which we in, translated to English, who is there? Please come here. We found it very amusing and we tried to imitate that also. But you know what? We are not princesses. We didn't get that tone at all. Okay, that's about her. And she had lovely dimples, I remember. And she smiled a lot. And every time those dimples went deep like that. And another thing I remember about her is her beautiful feet. They would look like cotton. You know, so soft. I'm a great one for admiring feet. You know, because my grandmother used to tell me that uh, you should always bow down at the feet of the Lord. Don't look him into the eye. Bow down at his feet because at his feet lies your destiny. Well, when you're told these things when you're five, six, it kind of gets into you. Therefore, I would look at somebody's feet first. And Gayatri had, I told you, cotton-like feet, pink, soft because they had never ever walked on earth. She always walked on marble floors and always wore beautiful fluffy slippers. And she also had a little anklet which was made with gold. Normally it is said that you don't wear gold on your feet but the royal family is allowed to do that. Whatever. But she really didn't like it because we all didn't wear it and she didn't want to look different. Anyway, after some time it was taken off and she became like normal like us. And another thing about her was that she giggled a lot. She found me like a court jester. Mm -hmm. I would say something and she found it funny and she laughed. 
and because she laughed i would say something more funny and i think i honed my humor skills thanks to her laughing at whatever i said it continued later when we were in college also oh i really miss her i'll tell you why a little later into the story so that was my interaction with the princess in the palace of mysore i hope you enjoyed this we'll do more of it in my next segment i'll tell you more about the school itself and the other little princesses who were born one after another including a cute little prince whom we used to call bandu okay be with me again thank you bye